What's good, everybody? You already know! Back at it again with another episode. I'm your host, Mr. Awesome, a.k.a. A1 for short, because I got the sauce. And ladies and gentlemen, at the time of this recording, it is officially February 1st, which means it is the first day of Black History Month. Give a shout out to all my melanated brothers and sisters out there. They gave us the shortest month of the year, but we are going to make the most of it, I promise you. But... Let's get right into the top nitty gritty of the topic. But before I do that, actually, if you notice that your boy's a little less energetic than normal and a little drained, that's because I just woke up from a nap. I had a long day. I actually started the day at 5.30 in the morning, which is extremely rare for me. Um, I had to wake up early for work just so I could drive an hour and make up for the time difference over in Michigan and stuff. And yeah, all to find out that, hey, I woke up a whole hour early than I needed to be. So, yep, that was my morning. Um, that was kind of my day. But I did end it early as well. So, hey, I guess that's all of that. But still, can't complain too much. Living a good life. Uh, also, at the time of this recording, there's supposed to be, like, some massive snowstorms that's going to be hitting everybody. So make sure you all stay warm and stay safe. By the time you all re- listen to this podcast, which will be released on Friday, it'll probably be all over with. So I hope you all made it out safely. But let's get into the nitty gritty of this podcast, and that is having a plan. Yes, what does that mean? Well, it's simple. Have a plan for your life. Have a plan for your days. Have a plan for your weeks and years. Have a plan. There's the old Benjamin Franklin quote goes, if you fail to plan, you are planning to fail. And that hits me in the heart, right there in the center, because... I find that my most productive days, my most productive workouts, my most productive weeks are weeks, days, and workouts and all that when I actually write a plan for myself. And I also said it before on the journaling episode where if you don't know where you're at, you're not going to know where you're going. So this kind of coincides with that. And yeah, like we could talk about it in all aspects of life. So let's go with working out for now. My plan and my goals is to lose a certain amount of weight, is to gain a certain amount of strength, and is to reach a certain type of flexibility. Well, I need to write a plan for those workouts. My plan is to weight train three times a week. Okay? So that way way I have the most optimal time to increase my uh, strength over time. And then using the off days to do stretching and abs so that I can increase that flexibility while maintaining my core strength. So my plan on Mondays is to do push workouts where I prioritize my workouts around the bench press since that's the one I'm trying to increase and subsequent supporting work exercises that help me increase said bench press. So shoulder presses, uh, tricep presses, things like that. Shoulders, tricep, and chest are the fundamental muscle groups to help you with a stronger to help you increase a more stronger bench press but i also include a little bit of pulling in there as well because on my wednesdays i have pull days where i center the workouts around deadlifts so in order to increase the deadlifts i you know train the deadlift with a certain type of weight on for a certain amount of reps that i've tracked and then i use after that, I train with supporting. I train my supporting muscle groups like my back, my biceps, my shoulders, my legs, 
my glutes, things like that. And then on Fridays, I do my leg days. And with that, you know, I center everything around the squat. So I do the squat, I track it, do the reps, trying to, you know, and compare it to what I did last week. And I do subsequent, I do subsequent supporting exercises for the leg press, while also including a little bit of um, pushing exercises as well. So if you notice that me training three times a week, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, I'm not just doing one type of exercise on those days. On my push days, I prioritize pushing exercises, but I throw in a little bit of pulling just to help me get that extra attention to those muscle groups. On my pulling uh, days, I throw in a little bit of legs so I can get a little bit of attention. And on my leg days, I throw in a little bit of pushing. That way, I'm not training one specific type of body part once a week. I'm getting the most optimal um, training and uh, effective, the most optimal output for my time. And I used to train, you know, almost every day. I used to train every three days on, one day off. And I experimented with this. But do whatever works for you, but just have a plan. Um, and I've, I ain't not going to lie. I have not been as consistent with that near the end of this month. Because I have not, you know, I told you all in the previous episodes that the things that I've been going through, the rut that I had to get out of. But hey, I'm getting better. You know, that's the beauty in this podcast. It's not meant to be perfect. There will be highs and lows, but... It would still be enjoyable. And those are the best kind of stories. The stories where, you know, it's not perfect. It's not smooth sailing. Where the hero, me or you, overcomes a challenge. And that's something that I'm trying to overcome too. Because I'm not perfect in that. Fitness training and weight training, you know, that's probably the most consistent I've been in when it comes to playing. But outside of that, not so much, you know. Uh... For a general idea, I just go to work, do my main job, and then I come home and either weight train or do things for the podcast. But I don't exactly write a plan. And this is really apparent on the weekends where I have a lot of free time and I don't exactly know, don't know what to do. Or better yet, I may even write a general plan and not even stick to it. But just as Writing a plan is important. It's just as important to follow through with it. So, like I said, it does not have to be crazy. It does not have to be super intuitive for your daily planning. But I figured, hey, you know, daily planning isn't in for everybody. But if you're trying, if you're finding yourself, you know, procrastinating, you know, not being, you know, just kind of coasting through your days, not really doing too much, have a plan. It doesn't look, it doesn't even have to be work related. It could be anything. Hey, you know, staying busy is really staying busy is really important. And overall, it's a bad stigma with busy people think business is just unenjoyable, mundane work, and that's not the case. Being busy, having a plan for your days, can be really fun. You can have a plan to hang out with your friends in the morning and do go out hanging out with other people throughout the afternoon. You can go uh, do a hobby, swimming early in the morning, get a good workout in, hang out with the friends in the afternoon, go to a park, do some bike riding, skydiving, whatever. And then at night, hey, you know, go watch a movie, go and get some dinner. Just have a plan and just, you know, stick to it. Stick to the plan. You know, make adjustments according to if needed. But, you know, proper planning creates for a more optimal outcome. Um, there's that Abraham Lincoln quote where, 
If you give him an hour to chop down a tree, he will spend 30 minutes sharpening the axe. That's it. I know in the last podcast, when I say get out of a rut, you just got to start doing stuff. That's important. But once you get out that rut, get back into that planning phase. Spend a lot of your time, you know, um, planning out your days. You don't even have to be a lot of time, I should say. Let me correct that. One of the best times that I do in my most effective days is that I, the, uh, the day, they say the day starts the night before. And that means that you do all your planning the night before the day begins. That way, when you wake up, you already know what you should be doing. You can get right to it, okay? All right, I'm going to take ten, some time tonight, actually, after I record this podcast to plan out what I'm going to do tomorrow, okay? I'm going to go to work, do my job, and then I'm going to plan out my day for work. And then once I'm done with work, I'm going to get some food, um, sit down a little bit. You know, not to, I'm not going to fall asleep because I know how that I know myself and I know better than that. I'm going to stay active. I'm going to read a book a little bit, keep my mind active, and then I'm going to go to the gym. And actually, pause, I'm going to plan my workout before I go to the gym. So that way I'm not just sitting around thinking of it as I go. And then I will go to the gym and follow the plan that I wrote, the workout plan that I wrote out for myself. So you see, and then once, and then I don't typically don't leave until that workout is finished. If it takes me an hour, hey, cool. If it takes me two hours, even better. But I find that when I actually write down workouts, and I know I keep coming back to working out because that's just something I'm really passionate about. And it's something that's easily trackable. You can easily write a plan for your workouts. And I know it's a big difference when, you know, the days that I don't plan on my workouts before I get there are a lot, are, are a lot worse than the days that I do plan on my workouts. You know, when I plan my workouts, I know exactly what to do. I know exactly the weight. Hey, if the weight is, is too heavy or too light, I make adjustments there, but I'm still doing the same workout. And then I go, and then boom, boom, boom. I'm out in like less than two hours. The days I don't plan, I'm kind of just lollygagging. I'm kind of trying to think of it as I go. And I'm not really tracking too much. I'm writing it down, but I'm not really comparing it to what I did the previous week so I can see if I'm improving or not. And then I'm there for two to three hours almost. And those, that's valuable time. So not only does planning help you keep focused on your goals and keep you on track but it keeps you optimal and efficient you're not wasting time thinking about the next move because you already you already took the time out the plan so yes plan if you didn't take anything from this podcast the main topic is planning and it doesn't you know like i said it does not have to be in depth you can start you can work your way up if you're new to it but planning is really important so that's what i challenge you all for the next week, you know, starting on, you know, let's say Sunday. Actually, no, after you listen to this podcast, Saturday or Sunday, you know, plan out every day throughout the week. Plan out your week. What are some things you want to get accomplished that week? And then plan by the day. What are the things that you got to do that day in order to accomplish what you want to set for the week? Okay. So if, you know, your goal is to, let's say reading. My goal is to read is to finish a book by the end of the week. Okay, so you got a week to read a book. How long is the book? 200 pages. Okay, you do some quick math. 200 divided by 7. That's what, 8 something? I don't know. 28. 28 pages a day. And so if you set, so their daily plan is to read 28 pages a day out of a 200-page book, you would have accomplished that goal by the end of the week so that's a good that's a good plan to have so yes if there's anything you take away from this podcast the main topic plan plan
plan, plan. It was nice talking to you. We're actually going to go into the second half of the podcast where I talk more about myself personally, what I've been doing and what I've been going through and just kind of give you an update to what's going on with everything. So that's going to be the kind of the general structure with this podcast. Uh, first half, I'm diving right into the main topic, going through a monologue. Second half is just kind of going more in depth into the background behind the scenes, what's been going on behind the scenes and things that I'm doing and planning. So we're going to get right into the next half of the podcast. Welcome to the second half. And yes, so as far as the last episode, I talked about getting out of a rut and the things that I've been going through. And I did feel way better. Um, Not completely perfect, but I am a lot better. And I guess this time I'll give an overall review of my month of January and uh, things that I did, things that I'm proud of, things that I'm not proud of or happy about and go from there. So overall, January, first month of the 2022, you know, I was I will say it's ultimately a success. Um, I have done a lot of great things that I'm proud of, you know, launching this podcast, seeing the growth and accomplishing my 50 uh, listeners go within a few weeks, a few episodes. It really, really means a lot to me. Um, actually wrote this down. Let me <laughs> pull out my journal. I've been, I've been progressing a lot in my weight training stuff. I actually just got some new workout bands today in the mail so that I could just work on my mobility and, you know, that prehab, making sure that I keep my muscles nice and warmed up so I won't pull anything and prevent injury. I also finished the Challenger sale a couple days ago. So I know that I told you all I was going to finish that book and I loved it. I enjoyed it. For those of you who don't know, my background, my current main job is in sales. So I'm trying to improve better at this job. It's, you know, I'm, um, had a shadow with my, uh, with a coworker today and, you know, he just reassured me that this job will take time. And I've been reading things, supporting materials and, listening to other podcasts and help me with those selling to help me improve my selling but yeah this book is really good i will definitely give it a, a more in-depth review in the future um but essentially what this book is about is teaching you that there are different types of sellers in the world there's relationship builders there's hard workers there's um lone wolves there and there's challengers so the challenger they say is the most effective type of selling out there because they essentially challenge the way a customer the person is selling to the way they think so they sit around for the three t's they teach the the customer they tailor the conversation and then they take control of the conversation and what that means is let's say they teach something that the customer doesn't know they teach them of a problem they may not know they have had now don't tell them what they already know because you're not really doing much the best, most effective sales, the best way to draw someone's attention is to tell them something that they don't know. Then they construct they may construct the conversation around that particular customer into a way that's most effective, into a way that they will listen and that is most impactful. And then with that, they're able to take control of it, not in an aggressive manner, but to lead them towards the end goal. You know, the sale is all about the close. You know, that's the end of the day. They're trying to get that they're trying to get a decision made out of the customer so they're taking control in a sense that where they're guiding him to a solution and to basically essentially saying yes to the selling to the uh, proposal so definitely if you're in sales uh 
read it. Hey, if you're not, even if you aren't in sales, I feel like this is a really good book to know because ultimately selling is in every aspect of life. Um, every conversation, every interaction we have with people involves selling, whether you know it or not, you know. Simply deciding on what movie you should watch tonight is a selling conversation. Hey, you know, you're with your significant other. They want to watch a romantic movie. You want to watch an action movie. Okay, sell them on why you you all should watch, you two should watch an action movie over a, song, over a romantic one. That's selling. Hey, um, family trip. Where should we go for vacation? Should we go to Disney World? Should we go to Six Flags? Should we go to a different country? Sell them, you know, tell us, a.k.a., you know, tell you know persuade them on why they should go with your idea so selling is in a lot of aspects of life and it's definitely beneficial you know if you're definitely into like an actual sales role definitely read the book this is like a must read i would recommend but hey if you have some downtime if you're looking for a book a nice book to keep you entertained for now it's really informative this is definitely a good one it's once again the challenger sale by matthew dixon and brent adamson um so I'll definitely uh, write down the title in the description of this podcast. So, yeah, that's what I'm really proud of. Um, my meditation, uh, I reached my meditation goal early, actually pretty early into the month, like halfway through it. And my goal was to get 30 meditation sessions in because my ultimate goal is to reach the 700 total sessions by the end of the year. And at this rate, I would definitely have overcome that. Um um, probably by I think about ninety or so sessions. If if I aim to do at least thirty sessions every month, however, I could have done a lot more. I cut myself short because, you know, like I said before, near the end of the uh, month, I just I just lost it. I think that the New Year's motivation was wearing off a lot on me, and you know, I just started to lose steam. But like I said before, you know, this pod this this podcast isn't about being perfect. The best stories aren't perfect. The best stories are full of ups and downs, challenges and obstacles and overcoming said obstacles. So I had a pretty good month overall, you know, but I fell off of some things. My, my, uh, I got really big into a social media addiction um, where I'm almost on my phone every three seconds. And it was extremely hard to focus. I've actually got a, uh, an, an alert from Xfinity saying that, hey, I'm almost at my... 20 gig limit for the month and i'm like wow i almost used 20 gigs of data in the month and i've never reached that since having them so that told me hey how much i'm on this phone or i'm on a computer or on a laptop or doing something so that was really eye-opening you know i use the uh you know iphone and they tell you your average screen time every week and i average about six hours or so every week on my phone and that's still a lot honestly but this week I went up to like 10 hours so I put extra four hours on just my phone not let alone my my laptop and stuff so social media addiction got really crazy uh other addictions really bad I'm gonna get into but still struggling with that but I'm trying to focus better uh trying to meditate more and try try to become more deliberate with that kind of goal and what that kind of plan is um vitamins I've been slacking on I uh, have been taking my vitamins every day like I'm supposed to. And yoga. Uh, I've been doing some stretching, but like nearly, like similar to medi- uh, to the meditation near the end of the month, I fell off a bit with the yoga. So definitely going to try to get back onto that wheel. Um, I On my Tuesdays and Thursdays, I dedicate my stuff to like abs and some light stretching. But um, 
I dedicate my Sundays to like a lot of that, you know, actual like intentional, like an hour long session of yoga. And I have really yet to do an actual session like that. So, you know, got to get better at that. But hey, you know, I'm on this journey just like you all. So I know that your lives aren't perfect. My life is far from perfect, but that's what makes it awesome. (laughs) Um, But yeah, what else is there to talk about? Oh, so I finished the Challenger sale. I will definitely give it another read sometime in the future, but the new book that I started today is Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Most of you have heard this book by Robert Kiyosaki. This is kind of like the financial Bible in a sense where, or in, I don't know what to call it, but this is the financial book if you're uh, that everyone reads if they're trying to get better at financial literacy. Um, so, you know, I talked about how balance of life, you know, the pillars of life is mental, physical, emotional. But, hey, there is a financial component to it. And I said, hey, we're trying to grow in all aspects of life, mentally, physically, emotionally, and financially. So, best believe your boy's trying to get his money up. Um, so, I'm going to learn about assets and liabilities and learn about getting better into investments. Um, this That's long-term, long-term. As far as, like, this, you know, I'm not all into crypto or NFTs or anything like that, but... Best believe I will be in the future one day. You know, I'm I'm not one about just jumping into stuff, especially when it comes to money. I'm not going to jump into it, uh, you know, uneducated. I want to get educated about how things work. I want to get educated about the stock market. I want to get educated about this cryptocurrency, this metaverse stuff before I just throw my money into it. Because, you know, one of the worst things you could do is take a gamble with your money and just hope something works. You got to take, edu- you know, calculated, educated risks. So... This will be one book that I read. I read other multi, all other similar um, financial books, simple stuff like The uh, Richest Man in Babylon, which is a good read for anybody interested. Um, it's not it's not a really a religious book. It's more of a financial book, so don't worry about that. But yeah, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. This is going to be the official book of February. I probably should have chose a, black, a book by a black author now that I think about it. Um, well... We'll see how that goes. Maybe next year. So <laughs> I'm definitely throwing a lot of um, you know, black author books in here because that's important to read. Um, definitely we'll get into that more. But this my goal for this book. I even though I was late with the Challenger show, I could have finished that book a lot earlier in the month, and I didn't. I'm going to be a lot more deliberate with this book. So 30, 40 minutes, 30 minutes to an hour every day, I will be reading this book, and I will get through to it. So. Right now, it's about, let's see, roughly speaking, let's just say 290 pages. 290 pages over the course of 28 days. Let's see, put the calculator out, 290, let's go round up, to, we're going to round up to 300. 300 divided by 28, okay, that's 10 pages a day. If I hit a minimum of 10 pages a day, I will definitely have finished this book by the end of the year. Maybe even 20, and I could finish that in half the time. So that's actually going to be my goal, 20 pages a day. And by the, you know, by halfway through the month, I will have finished this book. That way I can uh, possibly give it another read and, you know, give a more in-depth review. Uh, once I start the YouTube channel and Twitch and stuff, I will actually be doing more in-depth book reviews. So look forward to that. Uh, other than that, uh, my thoughts on Challenger Sale, really amazing book, definitely a buy. If it's worth, it's worth your money if you're into, if you're into sales 
and I'll give you a review on Bridge That Poor Dad. So far, I'm halfway through the first chapter and I'm already loving it. So that's all for today, folks. Expect another episode on Tuesday and I'll see you all next time. And as always, have a nice day. If you made it to the end of this episode, I just want to give a big, big thank you. It means the world to me. Don't forget to rate this podcast five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And don't forget to share it with your friends and family. Help the squad grow. And as always, don't forget to follow me on all social medias. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter. Instagram at Mr. Underscore Awesome TV. And on Twitter, Mr. Awesome824. That is, again, Mr. Awesome824 on Twitter. And Mr. Underscore Awesome TV on Instagram. And as always, have a nice day.